the Weekly, weekly feed. feed. From the studios of WFPK in Louisville, Kentucky, welcome once again to the Weekly Feed. We've hit parts one and two, and now it's time for part three of our Best of 2013 series. My name is Kyle Meredith, and I'll be spotlighting the biggest and best of Q3, including Nine Inch Nails, Pearl Jam, and Pixies. Plus, I'll also be featuring a few of my favorite interviews, so stay tuned to revisit Hyam, The Flaming Lips, and Jason Isbell. Now, easily one of the most hyped albums of the year comes from Arcade Fire, who started teasing us months in advance of the lead single. Once it landed, boy, was it talked about. First, due to a new sound for the Canadian troupe, and second, because of some background vocals by none other than David Bowie. Let's get started. Here is Reflector on the weekly feed.
Catch up with myself 
wasn't too long ago that Trent Reznor said he was retiring his Nine Inch Nails jersey in favor of other projects, but here we find him in 2013 already back at it with hesitation marks, a comeback disc that received great reviews all across the board. That was copy of A on the weekly feed. This is the best of 2013 part three, and in the spirit of revisiting some favorite interviews, should come as no surprise to some of our regulars that Hyam is on the list. After a year and a half of playing them, their debut finally arrived. It was at Bonnaroo that we caught up, which you can see in full at theweeklyfeed.org. Weekly feed. First off, for what you guys have accomplished without having a full-length debut out, just off the singles out there, off the EPs out there, it's, it's kind of, I mean, it's amazing. Thank you. It's amazing. So much music in the world, right? I mean, so much music. And to actually kind of cut through that has got to mean that there's something special going on, and I think that's proved itself. Can I make me cry? This is your Barbara really Walters interview. Emotional. I'm only gonna Good. cry. Yeah. Good. No, it's allergies. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> right to my heart. Yeah. God. Well, there's some fun stories because you know. You, okay, so you had the family band when you were young. You had to miss. Uh, there's a story about someone missing Coachella and throwing a big oh, fake at a gig. Oh yeah. Had this like year, yeah. like yearly stick standing sure. gig anniversary, and it's always the weekend of Coachella. Yeah. So every year we could go. So 16-year-old Essie was really bummed out. Yeah. So you guys have had to deal with the new band comparisons. There's always like the Fleetwood Mac thing. So you got Tom Petty, and Tom says, hey, come up here and sing the Stevie Nicks part. Do you do oh it? Oh my god. Yes. Do you do if it? If Tom Petty said, go jump off a bridge, I would do it. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? I would do anything Tom Petty asked. Yeah. If Tom yeah. Petty called, would you answer? I yeah. probably would, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't sing with okay. him. I mean, I don't have oh, the chops that you have, oh, but, you know. So January rolls around, you win uh, the Sound of 2013. It's pretty crazy. Which is crazy. which is huge. I was just talking to uh, last year's winner, Michael Kiwanuka. Oh yeah, was he here? Not here. This was at uh, oh. South by. But he was talking about like that really does change your life, like overnight. Like they had to prep him and everything. Like listen, this is going to come out tomorrow, and your life's going to change. Did that happen with Ooh, you guys no. at all? No, no. I mean, he lived in England for yeah, one. Yeah, that's so. yeah. We lived in LA, and by then we were already back in LA. It definitely so wasn't we a life changer. Well, what happened was like we, since we were recording, and like I think they had like stand-in high. Do some stuff in England while we were recording. They found lookalikes. They found lookalikes. Yeah, so it didn't change our lives. It kind of just like lit a fire under our butts to just keep working and keep going for it. It was never like a thing like, let's sit on our laurels and bask in the glory. It was like, okay, let's work three million times harder. But that is cool because you did do it without the full length, and I'm not sure that matters as much these days that you do have the full length. And obviously, you know, it doesn't matter as much. It seems like, but so that's something you guys are working on. Yeah. So. You did the EPs, and there was this time, this amount of space that you did, you know, whatever the reason was. So what was the reason? You do the EPs, and now this amount of time. Is it because you signed at Columbia, and they're saying, you know, we got to craft it a certain way? Or no, we really do. I mean, as you say, like, I guess records, there's, like, albums, I guess, aren't as popular. But to us, I mean, I've always been a record kind of person. Like, there's some records that you can listen to backwards from, like, start to finish. Sure, sure. And it's, like, a whole, like, that's what I want our records to be. Like, I wish, I and mean, we got... It, everything kind of happened so quickly and like we got offered all these amazing tours and yeah. what we love to do is tour so when someone's like hey do you want to go on tour with Florence and the Machine you're kind of not like no I'll pass I love yeah. to take the back seat on that yeah. one we like, freaked out yeah. we freaked out you can't say no to that weekly feed part three of the best of 2013 on the weekly feed again you can see the full Hyam interview at theweeklyfeed.org from Days Are Gone here is The Wire you know I'm bad at communication it's the hardest thing for me to do and let's say it's the most important part that relationships will go through and i gave it all away just so i could say that but i know i know i know i know
know that you're gonna be okay anyway You know there's no rhyme or reason for the way you turned out to be I didn't go and try to change my mind Not intentionally, I know it's hard to hear you say it But I can't bear to stay in I just know, I know, I know, I know that you're gonna be okay anyway Seen a diamond in the flesh. I could 
living up tonight It's on the night Going hard tonight Not going home tonight I'ma walk up in the club I'ma holler at the honeys I'ma have a few laughs Take a few shots and throw a little money Plenty of remixes that caught fire during the summer, but few as fun and unexpected as that R. Kelly remix of Phoenix's Trying to Be Cool. And before it, great retool of uh, Lord's mega-hit Royals. That was courtesy of The Weeknd. The best of 2013 Part 3 of the Weekly Feat continues in a moment with an interview with the Flaming Lips. The more the year's best. Don't move. Support for the Weekly Feed comes from Vagrant Records. Blitz and Trapper's new album, Seven, featuring the singles Shine On and Thirsty Man, is available now on iTunes and your local independent music store. The, the Weekly, Weekly Feed. Feed. Let's have a look at today's countdown conundrum. The Weekly Feed. Part three of the Weekly Feed's Best of 2013 continues with Super Chunk. 
They call the album I Hate Music, but you could tell from the spirit and Max voice that that was the furthest thing from the truth. Here is me and you and Jackie Matu.
Pearl Jam proved that just because you're knocking on your 50s doesn't mean you can't rock with the loudest of them. From the LP Lightning Bolt, that's Mind Your Manners. It is part three of the Weekly Feed's Best of 2013. We'll continue with Wayne Coyne, who we sat down with at the Forecastle Festival in July. The Flaming Lips frontman is always fun to talk to, and I highly recommend checking out the full video at theweeklyfeed.org. The Weekly Feed. Well, the Terror is a great example. The Terror is a brand new record of, of you guys really changing on a dime whenever you yeah. want to. I mean, it yeah. kind of started with the, the record before this, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think every review I read, it seems like everyone's kind of crutching on one thing with the Terror and saying, it's a dark record. I think we discovered a couple of you know, different ways of, of recording. We have this little synthesizer that uh, we got from Sean Lennon. We were at his studio and we started playing around with it. And I think part of its appeal is that you play notes and accompanying the notes are these little tritone electronic, right. you know, sort of after effects. And for musicians, you know, this is, this is it's beautiful because a, a lot of times nowadays it's, it's easy to get pure notes. Everything's already in tune, you can just hit things. And part of your brain really loves when the world is in harmony. Sure. But part of what this synthesizer would keep telling us is that, yeah, this is working on one musical level, but on another musical level, it wasn't working at all. But it really appealed to us. And I think it, it, it was affecting, you know, whatever part of our brain was not wanting perfect harmonies or whatever. And it would, it, not didn't make us write the songs, but it urged us to write these types of songs that I think we're dealing with that kind of gray ambiguity of the way your life really is. And I think that's why people relate to it so much because, I mean, I, I'm not putting well, it's it down, but it's a beautiful record. Well, in, in in the oddest sort of way. Right. Know? I mean, we would say that it's ourselves. Like a we say film. it's like it's. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's like a Kubrick. We'd film. say it's like our most. It's like our most um, depressing, but most triumphant record. Yeah. I think we've we've done. Well, there's a, something about that too, because when a fan listens to the record. There's a big character study that goes along with that. This this is how we get to know you. This is how we get to know you. Well, and exactly. Sometimes, you know, you're you're coming up with a song or coming up with lyrics. You don't sit there and know everything you're going to do and write it down. You just will say something that we say that it comes. You know, it, it sort of squirts out of your subconscious or whatever. But on the other side of that, these things squirt out of you, and you still get a chance to choose whether you're going to keep it right. or dismiss it. And there's a really great line on the record, and I say great because I, I just sort of—it's—I didn't really think of it. It just sort of happened, yeah. where it says we don't control the controls, and part of that is, you know, an element of, of what I do is that I feel like I should control it because if I control it, it'll go this way and it'll go that way. But then I also know that if I control it, it becomes virtually the same thing every time because I'm not, I'm not really aware of all the little nuances of what I do. So I don't always, I don't want to have control because there's no surprises sure. left. There's no there's no new path, you know? I think in the beginning when you have no control, you think you want it all. And then when you, like, like the way our life works now, when you can control it all, you don't really want to. Feed. Wayne Coyne live from the Forecastle Festival on this best of 2013 edition of the weekly feed. And from the Flaming Lips, the sun blows up today. Don't start TikTok, sun blows up today.
则。
That's the Orwells from Chicago with Who Needs You on Part 3, the best of 2013 edition of the Weekly Feed. Also had Colts in there with I Can Hardly Make You Mine. The duo proved that they weren't a one-song fluke with this sophomore release, which should probably be on your Christmas list. In fact, we've got more that I hope you ask for, including some pixies and a conversation with Jason Isbell. Support for the Weekly Feed comes from Vagrant Records. Blitz and Trapper's new album, Seven, featuring the singles Shine On and Thirsty Man is available now on iTunes and your local independent music store. The Weekly Feed. 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 Meredith's mouth bunny on the weekly feed part three of the best of 2013 here on the weekly feed Jason Isbell received some of his best reviews ever on this latest disc southeastern as a longtime favorite very excited to dive into the ins and outs back at Bonnaroo and the entire video of that is up at the weekly feed.org the, the weekly feed. feed all right it's the weekly feed I'm Kyle Meredith here at Bonnaroo 2013 Jason Isbell or as he says in the South, Isbel. Isbel. They Isbel. correct me in Texas. Yeah. They say it's Isbel in Texas, but I'm going to say it my way. I want to congratulate you, Southeastern, this uh, this brand new record. Uh, getting the, the buzz, the acclaim, people are loving it. it. It's an amazing record all the way throughout. You've definitely got kind of a story that goes along with this one. And, uh, and everyone calls it your sober record, your sobriety right. record. Yeah. Is it having a stamp like that, does that diminish it for you? Like these were such personal songs in a new light and now it has to be all summed up well, in if, that word. If it's if it's just that, yes, it, uh, it doesn't diminish the record, but it, it, it kind of pisses me off a little sure, bit. If it's sure. just that, now I try to do it where it's like one of those, you know, recovery records, um, honeymoon records, yeah. uh, funeral records, um, you know, songwriter record, storyteller record. I try to do all those at once on this record. So they couldn't just pick out one of them <laughs> to focus on. Right, right, right. But the sobriety one is the biggest story for folks. And you know, if it helps somebody else stop drinking, if they need to stop drinking, it's great. I don't care what they call it. Sure. You know? sure. If somebody listens to it and thinks, well that's kinda like my experience and I should try to quit now. Great, that's fantastic. Well, it does set it apart, I guess, from other records that you're talking about because, you know, whatever anybody has to go through is songwriting to get to that song, to find that yeah. moment. But that's not something that everybody goes through right, in, in that way. And, and I guess that uh, is why it becomes kind of a, an interesting point of it. You've got songs from your past, lots of songs about yeah. drinking that you're still singing about. I mean, right. even Alabama Pines, a recent one says, you know, having to drink to not be alone. Yeah. You're singing those on stage now. I mean, it, it, I don't know, is it any different when you're singing those songs? Because now it's not exactly like you're living it, you, li you lived it. 
Right. If anything, it means more to me now, I think, yeah. um, because I remember how I felt in those days. And it's a little bit more of a triumph to actually have the experience and document it and then outgrow it. You know, um, I think it feels a little bit bigger to me um, than being in the center of it. Uh, but, you know, and one last point, I guess, on the alcohol thing. You did write like that for so long. Is you know, was it harder to be creative with a clearer mind? No, I don't think it had any effect on that. Um, it gave me more time in the day to work. Sure. And that was, you know, I, I don't think that inspiration is the problem. You know, I like uh, Chuck Close, the painter. He said, uh, inspiration's for amateurs. The rest of us just show up and get to work. And when I read that, I thought, all right, that's the last I'll ever say about not being inspired. Oh, right, right. Because right. I, I know how to write a song. It doesn't have to be about the most world-changing event every single day. Yeah. But if you actually buckle down and put your ass to work, then you're going to come up with something. And uh, the motivation came a lot easier when yeah. I wasn't thinking, oh, the sun's down now. i got to go start drinking. Right, right. right. The, the Weekly, weekly feed. feed. Backstage Bonnaroo with Jason Isbell here on The Weekly Feed. Feed. The best of 2013 continues with a cut from his Southeastern LP. Here is songs that she sang in the shower. On a lark, on a whim, I said there's two kinds of men in this world and you're neither of them. And his fist cut the smoke. I had an eighth of a second to wonder if he got the joke And in the car Headed home She asked if I had considered the prospect of living alone With a stay Held in my I had to summon the confidence needed to hear her goodbye And another brief chapter without any answers moved by And the songs that she sang in the shower are stuck in my head Like bring out your dead Breakfast in I'm stuck on my own I'm stuck on my own In a room By myself Looks like I'm here with a guy That I judge worse than anyone else So I pace And I pray and I repeat the mantras that might keep me clean for the day And the songs that she sang in the shower all ring in my ear Like wish you were here How I wish you were here And experience robs me of hope that you'll ever return 
Some of us thought the day would never come, but 2013 gave us new music from Pixies. That was Bag Boy here on this Best Of edition of the Weekly Feed. And that's where we'll wrap this one up. Another Best Of gone by, but have no fear, there's one more to go. But for now, head over to theweeklyfeed.org where you'll find more episodes, more news and interviews. Our video feed series plays weekly on Salon.com. The Weekly Feed is distributed by Louisville Public Media and WFPK Radio Louisville. Stacy Owen is the executive director. Brad Yost edits. Chris Witzke directs films and edits our video feed. Aaron Keane, Sean Cannon, Mark Murdoch, and Jared Schubert make up the music news team. And we'll see you same time next week for the conclusion of our Best of 2013 series. Till then, be good.